Hello, and welcome to the Abandoned Beers Podcast. It is the only podcast that matches your favorite bands with our favorite beers. Um, days of dawning. We're here to drop Darian Toms. It's time for a bit of a gay and hearty and a bit of a give and take down at the near and far. My name's Pat Zapp, and I'm here with my two best buddies in the whole wide world. Let me introduce them to you. This guy's sitting next to me. He's a real battle cruiser. He's not afraid to get elephant's trunk. Always getting pony and trap on his dicky dirt with a massive loaf of bread. He's Dan McHenry. How's everybody doing today? All right. And our other buddy down there on the end? He's a great china plate, love his brick and mortars, his cows and kisses. He's got bread and honey in his rocket, in his sky rockets. He's uh, Dusty Swartz. Hey, everybody. We all, everybody. R.I.P. to the baked bean. Thanks for taking a butcher's hook at our rabbit and pork about the pig's ear. Can you add them and even? It? It's another episode of A Band and Beers. Boys, welcome to the podcast. How are we doing today? Oh, I'm really it's nice and beautiful. We're, we're, uh, we're still on our beach tour right now, so we're, we're having a blast. You know, our six-pack po- six at the shore, we're, we're keeping it going. That's right. That's right. We are A Band and Beers. We're here to make you drink beer, think about England, and get sad and stuff. We are just about ready to get rocking and rolling and cracking and drinking as a part, as a, the final part of our semester at sea, our sessions at the beach. It's been fun, guys. It has. Yeah, I think we're, we're really hitting a groove getting all these uh, one after another. There's been a lot more playing with children than I anticipated. Uh, this is exactly as much as I anticipated. Right, right. Um. And lots of beer has been drank as well, so yeah. we've been having a good old time. We're in the uh, afterglow of that drinking that happened last night, and we are uh, starting it off again. That's right, Hair of the Dog. With another band. This is my pick. Uh, a first for the Band and Beers podcast. We're going across the pond to Merry Old England, a band... Uh, that for me just uh, encapsulizes, encapsulizes, encapsules that uh, British mm. pop rock. Uh, the band we're going to be discussing today is, of course, Oasis. Can we all just agree, Oasis, the best British band since the Beatles? I think it's undeniable at this point. If you haven't been listening to Oasis uh, this entire week, like we have, here's what they sound like right now. Guys, uh, Oasis, another band, a band I picked, a special band to me, uh, a big part of uh, my childhood, you know, my first album ever was uh, Black Sabbath, so I'm used to my uh, rockers being, you know, accented. Uh, Mm. 
And, you know, another part of this was just like I was really interested in the kind of beers you two gents would come up with for this band. But it is my duty to introduce the first band. I'm going to break it out for you right now. The first beer. The first beer. Did I say band again? Yes, you did. Holy crap. You I can't love talk. saying band. Your boy's dyslexic as hell. <laughs> and uh, you know that early pod today, guys. Had a rough yeah. night last night. Woo. All right. Do we have uh, bottle openers? Yeah, I can get one. Yeah, yeah grab one of those. Go grab one. Let me do it. What I'm about to do is to present to you, to the group. I feel like Oasis is the pride of London, so I brought London's Pride from Fuller's. It's an outstanding amber ale, and it looks like it's the Griffin Brewery in Chiswick. Chiswick, I bet. I bet that W is silent. So, guys, I said it earlier in the intro. For me, Oasis is British pop rock, in my humble opinion. So, I went out and I found a beer that sort of just embodies that with the name. But if we're getting into the taste, it's not just an iconic ale of the capital. London Pride is an all-British affair that unites a nation of beer drinkers. It's brewed with entirely homegrown hops, uh, targeting for bitter and uh, North Down challengers and goldings for aroma, but the soul of the beer is as unquestionable in the malt. Unquestionably, it's in the malt. Crystal malts combined with spring harvest pale ale varieties, it gives pride to its in Mittable depth and balance. It's uh, it's good. Um, I'm enjoying this. This is a nice little. It's 4.7 percent alcohol, so it's uh, a light kind of beer. You know, not not. It isn't a light beer, but it, it's light on the you know, the uh, the taste buds. So I'm, I'm right. enjoying. You're not describing it well, but I no. Nope, totally thank get, you. I totally get <laughs> yeah. what you mean. I'm it's, still waking uh, up too. All right, it's, it's early. It's, it's it's light and it's not lightness. Hmm. You're still you're, you're getting some of the taste of like having like a dark like what is that like brown kind of amber uh, beers out there. I was one I was trying to think of specifically, um, but it isn't too heavy. You're right. Goes down nice and easy. And I bet you this is pronounced like Cheswick or something like that, even though it's just C H I S W I C K. Cheswick. Yeah. And I'm looking at it's brewed by Asahi UK Limited. So. What? Yeah, this is a, uh, did you bring this home from Japan? Well, you know, I was in Japan recently, but this one I found in uh, Conshohocken, so it was a little bit of a trip for me to go get it, but uh, fun store, nautical themed. Okay, well, what was the name of the store? Oh, uh, I will uh, find that for you. Okay. Yep. Hey, well, or was it a uh, like an English pub that you had to go to to get this, and you had to fight somebody at the pub? Union Jacks or something like that? The nautical nature of the place did make it seem like it had sort of an international, like it was a uh, you know s- seafaring uh, yeah. all, all over the place, so it did have that kind of vibe. Was it the Boathouse or something? Isn't there like a Boathouse pub or something in Boat Boathouse pub, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. I, I'm digging this beer. Fuller's London Pride, and pride is the biggest word on the label, too, so that's, that's, that's clutch. Outstanding written in cursive. I just uh, binge watched all of uh, Ted Lasso, so maybe that was uh, influ- influencing oh, yeah. me in some way. Um, and then I'm uh, Oasis brings up so many different memories for me, uh, being uh, on the soundtrack of Snatched, of course, the yep. most British movie of all time. And then uh, for some reason, I'm remembering End of the World. Where uh, Sean and the boys, are, you know, mm. King goes into the pub. is like, is it nutty? Is it fruity? Does it have a lingering taste that lingers on the tongue? Oh, right, right. Um, the world's end. The world's end. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last of the whatever trilogy that is. I don't remember the name of that ice cream sandwich. But to me, an interesting discussion that comes up, beer, music, we've discussed at length the uh, similarities between the two, but to me, I think it's interesting that other parts of the world do things different, brother. Hmm. England makes beer their way. 
Just like oh. the Northeast makes beer their way. Just like out West, they make beer their way. Just like down South, they make beer their way. Also with music, dude, because the Englishes, the English guys, they got their own style. Just like... Uh, <laughs> the Englishes. I love it. Those English guys. <laughs> the uh, English punks have their version of punk. They have their version of rock. Just like over here, our New York punk scene is different from... Uh, the punk scene out in Chicago, just or California, like, uh, skate yeah, punk, yeah, for sure. East Coast hip hop and West Coast hip hop, brother, it's all different. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right on the money there, Pat. Uh, you know, a Neva <laughs> versus like a West Coast IPA. Yeah, you can taste it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, oh. I mean, I, I like this beer. I think this is fun. I'm mean, like, I like that they just like. Our ingredients are water, malted, malted barley, and hops. This is beer. Yeah, that's beer in a nutshell right there. Uh, I guess the uh, four is London Pride. It does make sense to me Nick, that it's a, I don't know, is this like a standard pub ale? I haven't been to London. Have you, Dan? I have not. I've been to Ireland a couple of times, but not not London. It's uh, it's it's on my bucket list. So. Yeah, yeah. I might have to go for work in like a month or so. Nice. So we'll All see. right. Well, make, sure, was, uh, make sure you order a Fuller's uh, London <laughs> yeah, Pride while you're there. Yeah, i it. Just with the, what are they called? Uh, Englishophile? Anglophile? That's Anglophile? the one. Someone Anglophile. who loves English people? Yeah. Yes. yeah. She was uh, particularly into, you know, had visited a couple of times. Smart me up to this beer. Yeah. Uh, I think it's well known. I could be wrong. I don't know if it's a uh, regular on the tap or if it's a uh, in all the pubs or just... Uh, yeah, a brewery that uh, cranks them out and puts them on the shelves. Yeah, they're like, I guess they're owned by Ashi or like are they Asahi? Get, Asahi or did Asahi. they get bought by them? Or maybe Asahi just moved into the and it's it's brewed in London, so it is they do they do give a a, a London you know a UK address. So um, you know it's probably one of those. Maybe it started out as a uh, like. Local, you know, microbrew, and then they got bought. Uh, maybe, maybe it's like a uh, Rolling Rock. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. then uh, they, they got bought out, but By it's a still big conglomerate. And, yeah. yeah, you haven't come across these in any of your uh, I, soccer is, matches. This is the first time I'm seeing this. All right, and I've gone to I a think couple. I've heard of pubs. Fuller's, but never this beer. I've heard of Bulmers, but not. Yeah, uh, maybe that's something yeah. too. Um, but yeah, this is good. I'm I'm digging it. All right, so do you want to uh, give us a rundown on uh, Oasis there? All right, the Oasis. Gallagher Brothers. Oasis were an English rock band. I say That's were because they're not together right now. Uh, they were formed in Manchester, England uh, in 1991. Originally, they were known as The Rain, uh, which is a Beatles song. Uh, the group initially consisted of Liam Gallagher on lead vocals and tambourine. Don't forget that tambourine. He's always trying to yeah. make yep. a meal out of that tambourine jam. We got uh, Paul Paul Arthurs was on guitar, Paul McGugan on bass guitar, and Tony McCarroll on drums. Liam's older brother, Noel, uh, who eventually became you know, lead guitarist and an additional vocalist, uh, later joined as the fifth member, finalizing the group's core lineup. And during the course of their existence, they had various lineup changes, with the Gallagher brothers ultimately be being the uh, only stable, uh, you know, stable members in the group. Well, it'd be really annoying to have two Pauls and a group of five people. Yeah, that, that's a uh, that's an interesting. Uh, it's probably know. why like they didn't get along. It yeah, must have been super I want annoying. maybe one of them was PJ or uh, whatever. Yeah, I would. Have, it's like being like Paul K. It would just be super annoying. All the I time. think uh, Paul, the guitar player, is uh, known as Bonehead. So that probably there you go. Yeah. Cut down on some of the confusion. Um, hey there, Bonehead. This is going to be uh, a big sibling rivalry episode. Uh, Noel comes into the band and really uh, solidifies the group uh, as their main songwriter, as their lead guitarist. Yeah. And then the, I guess the main one that has to put up with uh, Liam's crap because yeah. uh, he's a bit of a troublemaker. Yeah, so Noel, when Noel wanted to join the band, he approached approached them uh, with the provision that he would become the band's sole songwriter and leader, and that they would commit to an earnest pursuit <laughs> of commercial success. And under Noel, the band Look, crafted... Look, I'm going to be doing all the singing and all the songwriting. Yeah. We need to take this music very seriously. That means you, Bonehead. So the, the, the band crafted a musical approach that relied on simplicity with the rhythm guitar restricted to bar chords. Uh, for anybody who's a musician, you you know, they're pretty simplistic uh, chords to play. 
Oh, the yes. I picked notes. that up for sure. Yeah. Uh, when you're listening to the bass lines, they're very simple. They're very, there's nothing, this guy's not taking the bass line for a walk at any point. Um, and then basic drum rhythms. And then the guitar amps are turned up to create distortion. So uh, their sound was described as so devoid of finesse and com- uh, complexity that it came out sounding pretty much unstoppable. I thought that was a, I, I like that line. Yeah. I don't know if that's how I would describe it. I'd say uh, the, I, the devoid of finesse and complexity, I think I would agree with. They, right. They, it, it's so simple that it works yes. just pretty much, you know, mm-hmm. every time. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they they followed a standard, you know, their songs have a standard, you know, chorus versus, you know, guitar solo, outro. Yeah. Same basic rhyme scheme for all the songs pretty mm-hmm. much, too. And, uh yeah, uh, he's not even he's not changing octaves very much, you know. It's <laughs> uh, I don't think um, that uh, I knew how many albums they had. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> it did create sort of a same same. Yes. Uh, during the process, I think I, I think listening was, them all back to back, especially like that, I was yeah. like I was like oh. Oh, oh, lordy! Yeah, I was super familiar with uh, at least three or four of the albums in the beginning, and then uh, listening to some of the stuff I hadn't been, I was just like, they have the same song but better on other records. I don't know why uh, I'm listening to this now. Well, well, I think what the trap I fell into was that I was just like, oh, I'm gonna listen to the deluxe version. They probably remastered it or some such because I wasn't really familiar with the full albums. Like, of course, I knew, knew the hits. And I was like, man, they're doing like a two CD album. And I was like, the next one, I was like, oh, three CDs. I was like, what's going on here? These guys are just crushing out music. But that's not what it was. No. They just released deluxe album. So I listened to so much extra Oasis. Oh, and wow. I think it really uh, made my blood boil. <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like every all of their albums that were on Spotify were the deluxe edition. So it, it was a couple times I was listening. And I was like, is this really a track? Or is this a, did they redo this? Was this, was this a B-side? Exactly, like, yeah. So I yeah, it was interesting giving them a listen. You know, their full catalog a listen uh, for me at least. Yeah, and then what did we have for uh, genres? Genres. This was the most simplistic uh, genre list that I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, rock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. We're good. And yeah. Britpop. Britpop would be. Oh. I think know, someone just made that up because they want to have. No, a no, no. I th- they are. They were extreme. You know still are to this day extremely popular in England. So. Yeah. yeah, if you look at the record sales, all of their albums go to number one in the UK. It's it's crazy. Yeah. They must just so, like you know, some of their some of their you know their you know similar bands would be blur uh during that time period. You had the Stone Roses, um uh-huh. a couple other bands you know it, you know, we were listening to the music earlier and eventually once we we finished the Oasis album it started, you know, Spotify started playing uh, just ran, you know similarly sounded bands and Star they Rose. all sounded very similar <laughs> to Oasis. That uh, is yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, hard to comprehend how popular Oasis is um, in their home country. Yeah, because there are stories of uh, them playing a two hundred and fifty thousand seat arena and. Uh, 25 million people were uh, applying for tickets. I mean, to be able to to sell a quarter of a million tickets and still have 10 times more people wanting tickets is just a crazy amount of, uh, of people that want to see yeah, you. Taylor see Swift you levels. Taylor, Taylor Swift levels now. We're seeing it now with Ticketmaster. Yeah, they, they would... Yep. They would crash uh, Ticketmaster's website in England. If yeah. yeah, definitely. If Ticketmaster exists in England, it I would know, be called like a Tiki Wix or something. Yeah, Tiki Wix. There you go. I like it. <laughs> and if that doesn't exist, I think we need to pursue that. <laughs> yeah, we can just give it away for free. It's yeah. If you make it once, it's really not that hard to do ticket sales. I don't know why this is a monopoly that exists. It's very frustrating. Yeah, maybe we should uh, disrupt the the industry somehow. There's other platforms out there that are. I, I just don't get it. I think. I mean, it's a money grab, unfortunately. Yep. It's all money grab. How many? So. Uh, how large of a theater or stadium would Oasis sell out here in the States, do you guys think? Mm. They got back I together, played right If they now. got back together, they're they're probably selling out arenas like arenas, Madison Square Garden. For sure, yeah. I don't think Staples they're doing Center. I don't think they're going the stadium route. Yeah. 
Um, right. But yeah, in England they're selling out Wembley, no no problem. Yeah, that's and probably true. Doing all the the you know the festivals, the uh, uh, I forget any any of the Glastonbury or any you know they could they could sell those out. Well, obviously they those festivals sell out anyway, but everybody would would be there to see Oasis. So. Right. They do it. We nice. have uh, in Philadelphia, we're famously uh, home of the Roots, and the Roots play or used to play uh, a thing july 4th almost every year yeah. oh, the roots picnic and that brings out you know massive massive crowds i mean it's not a ticketed event but yeah i think it is a ticketed event maybe it is yes Ticketmaster's got their grubby hands on that too <laughs> screw this again yeah so london pride i'm london I'm, pride i'm digging this beer yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lovely drink of beer. It's easy drinking. You could have it at a pub, I'm sure, and just relax, catch a catch a match. Yeah, you know, like you this could, a, uh, it's a nice easy drinking beer. A plate yeah. of fish and chips. Uh, oh, take yeah. the apples and pears to the. Uh, uh, you know, make sure you don't fall some, on your bottle and glass. Some uh, blood sausage. <laughs> you know, I think it's uh, how I think of Oasis. Like you can be on the background, like you just hear it all the time. You know, they're kind of prolific. At, I'm sure, especially in in the UK. And, uh, you know, just like this beer, it's like, you got, you got it. You know, and you're used to it. You have it everywhere. All right. I think it's uh, time for us to take a quick break. Uh, we'll, we'll enjoy some spotted dick real quick uh, for a dessert. And uh, we'll be right back with our next beer. And we're back for some more beer. And, boys, for this one, I think... You know, like I originally, I was looking for something like Oasis, how they perform in the U.S. versus the U.K. And ultimately, I settled on something that was has a mystique about it—a beer. You know, sort of like I think Oasis has mystique. Um, you know, like certainly the relationship between Liam and Noel. Um, but there was also this, you know, especially when they were first coming out, like everyone kind of appreciated, like, oh, this might be the next Beatles. Um, it definitely didn't play out that way, um, at least everywhere else but the U.K. So I wanted to go for a beer that had a mystique. I think it's uh, beloved in its region. Um, I think you, you hear about it, especially when you first drinking beer. Maybe Oasis is like an easy band to start listening to when you first really get started getting into music. Um, it's like, oh, this is good, maybe. But maybe there's other things out there that are a little bit more specific or a little bit better for you or suited for you. So I went for Le Chouffe. This is a Belgian blonde. This is like a <laughs> really... <laughs> uh, popular uh, beer over in Belgium. Um, it's really good beer. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys. <laughs> I, right. I just love that you went back to the uh, the Belgian uh, well, or w- was it Dutch the last time? Uh, my last beer? Uh, that when you brought out your uh, your flavor syrup. Oh yeah, that was German. Uh, German, sorry. And yeah, Dutch so and German. That's all. No, it's definitely same. staying international. Uh, this one is a little bit high on the ABV. Uh-oh. 8%. Here we go. Yeah, guys. We're, that's why we're staying over. Um, so this is uh, the description on the back. Le lutin de la vallée des fils apprécient particulièrement cette bien dure. Le chouffe avec son goût. Oh, guys, you guys don't speak French? No. The gnomes of Fairyland are particularly fond of this golden beer. Le Chouffe, with its slightly hoppy taste, combining notes of fresh coriander and fruity tones, is the drink which gives them their zest for life. At least, that's what these sims say when they are thirsty. I am definitely getting the coriander. The yeah. coriander. Yeah. I remember that from the uh, Hitachino uh, Nest beer. This was a disaster. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I'm digging it. This is a, uh, this is, you know... Real deal Belgian beer. It's all yeah. all the uh, the writing is in Flemish. So, is Flemish the, is that the language, or is it just Belgian? No, there's Belgian, there's French, and they speak English. In that okay, area. Yeah. is Flemish a language? Yeah. Okay, cool. I sound I sound um, very uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, so astute. I think this is like a beer that you hear a lot about, right? Mm-hmm. You hear about Belgians. You know, I thought about doing like a Dubel or a Tripel, but like I feel like they're too strong. Um, they certainly would have, like, a, I think, a niche following, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's exactly right for Oasis. I think they are a very good band. Um, even if you don't like them, you appreciate who they are. And this Belgian Blonde, I think it's a really good beer. You know, and I think it's approachable, but, like, when you're first starting to get into beer, there's, like, the Chimay's of the world. You're like, oh, yeah. is, that, like, is that, like, the best beer there is? Like, you hear about it your whole life, you know, not your whole life, but, like, when you really start to kind of dig in, get your, sow your wild oats, you see Belgians around. 
Um, yeah. so that's what I went with here. So I think it's, this would be a beer, you know, if you were at uh, Monk's Cafe in uh, Philadelphia, you'd probably be uh, ordering something like this. They're, they're you got some muscles on your plate. Yeah. Beer in your tummy. Yeah. And I'm loving the, this actual bottle, too, because it's kind of, it's a little more it's very unique looking to it. And I kind of, with my current body shape, I kind of relate to the, the <laughs> way that it uh, it looks compared to a regular tall bottle like uh, the London Pride. It so. does remind me of your shoulders, that's for sure. Thank you. But you have a much larger top. Yeah, I do have a larger head. Yeah, so this is like it, a wide mouth, like a, yeah. what was that, like Miller Lite for a little while? Or yeah, I'd, I'd probably need that, yeah. But I'm, I'm digging the taste. It's yeah. it's definitely yeah. the cor- the coriander is coming through very very uh, and well. That's like and that's like a little bit of spice. I think. Yeah, in there. I, lo- so I take that. And how would you pronounce this again? La La Chouffe. La Chouffe. Chouffe doofy doofy. It's very. Uh, it's absolutely interesting. Yeah. It's uh, very unique. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had another beer quite like this. Uh, the Belgium ales are. Uh, not a, a regular on my uh, regular buy list, um, but it is. It's brewed well. It drinks easy. The you know I don't know what coriander is. Coriander. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never been around it. But uh, I'm tasting something different in that, and I can yeah. really assume that's the coriander. Yeah, you know, it's like I think you're getting that typical Belgian taste, and Belgian beers I think all have this like similar type of vibe to it. Okay, and they, they're throwing like the coriander, and that's like that aftertaste of that spice. And how exactly does this relate to Oasis? So I was looking for a brewery that was prolific. Okay, um, but really, but what they put out was like maybe very similar. And I find vel- Belgian beers, even if they're a Dubel or a Trippel or a Belgian Blonde, like what this is, mm-hmm. they don't have like a similar s- flavor profile. Okay. I think across their albums, Oasis sort of sounded very similar. Okay. Um, All right. I think this is a Give beer a that was that super popular in Belgium. Okay. Um, that's what I w- actually I went and looked for and I talked to the you know the beer uh, distributor about. I was like, which one's like a super popular Belgian mm-hmm. beer? That kind of thing. I tell you what. One of the unexpected uh, fun things about this podcast is chatting up uh, the shop shop clerks. At yeah, these, yeah uh, I'm doing a stores. lot of conversations. Yeah, yeah, we're just uh, Same. talking I've about beer, getting recommendations. Um, I've I've uh, insulted a couple of uh, of uh, you know <laughs> uh, beer store uh, folks as well when I asked uh, for a I need a uh, a beer that is uh, inappropriate uh, when we were doing the blo- the Bloodhound Gang and uh, the gentleman uh, who owned the the beer store that I went to. Uh, was a little offended and responded that they don't carry anything that is uh, vulgar or inappropriate in their beer store. So uh, that was just a fun little thing I had. <laughs> they, <laughs> don't have, yeah. they don't have an adult section in their No, exactly. Store. There's no curtained off uh, section that, you know, for adults only, even though, well, I guess beer is for adults only. Uh, you know, it's, it's been funny. Every t- I've now talked to a few shopkeeps, and they're like, oh, why are you looking for something so specific? And I tell them we're doing a podcast. And then it's like, I think they're trying to fill me out. They're like, "Does this guy think he knows more about beer than me?" Uh, and it's like, I was like, "I probably don't." I probably don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm researching a band and trying to come up with concepts. Has anybody asked to listen to the podcast? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have uh, had a few people like ask for the name. I see them like going onto their phone. Who knows if they're actually listening? I mean, the numbers are going up, guys. You know, keep they're watching. Up. Keep, keep sharing with your friends. Keep sharing with your friends. Van Halen was our most watched episode, and it got take down for a copyright strike. So appreciate you watching. NBC wouldn't let us show 15 seconds of a 30-year-old sketch. Sons of bitches. Yeah, that's kind of weak. Yeah. Well, what can you do? I mean, and I'm it's theirs. They can do what they want. And if can we all just agree? That Oasis is the best British band since the Beatles. We can't put it in the I video. I would love to have this clip in the thing, but it'll get taken down. Do you know what I'm talking about there? <laughs> no, know? I do not. That's uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, it's an SNL sketch. Another SNL yeah, skit? sketch. Yeah, where like they're in the House of Commons, you know, in the House of Lords. Like they're all like going. Nuts. Oh wait, I do, I do yeah. recall that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk about their albums uh, that they that they put out. Um, I. I remember when this album first came out in 1994. Definitely, maybe. Definitely, maybe. Great name. Um, the the first single that I remember hearing on the radio was "Live Forever." Um, I think that got a lot of play on Y100, which was the local radio station at the time. Yeah, I actually. Area. My notes was I was getting nostalgic for all the, like 
I, I was like, is this in TV shows? Like, I, I remember this so being like so prominent at the time that definitely maybe. And I think officially, Supersonic was the first single off the album, but I, I don't recall ever hearing that on on the radio. So maybe it was the first single in England. Yeah, uh, I never really uh, heard that one on the radio either. But uh, Supersonic's great. When I think of this album, that's one of the ones I think of at uh, Rock and Roll Star. Definitely. And then. Uh, you know, coming up and you know, following this up in '95 was their big. I would say their biggest, uh, biggest album. It's the biggest selling album in the UK in the 1990s. What's the story, Morning Glory? Some of the songs that came off of that that uh, that album, Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, She's Electric, Champagne Supernova. Great songs on this album. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you, you know, some of the ones you didn't even uh, mention, uh, Morning Glory. Uh, yep. Sorry, I just went for my favorites off the album. Yeah, roll with it. I mean, uh, this is... Uh, you gotta roll with it. It's, uh, it's a monster, man. This is probably, I mean, not probably, the, the biggest one, the most famous and uh, popular stuff, songs that have uh, no doubt been ruined by uh, a bro at a campfire uh, with an acoustic guitar. Excuse me. Do uh, not. Uh, you are just you. You're touching upon something that I was going to talk about. Dan feels how very many, attacked. I am. I yes. How many? Granted, times? I have how many not. Times? I have not played it in front of a uh, in front of a, a fire. But one one of my go to acoustic songs that I play on the guitar is Wonderwall. Um, I've I've played it at a couple open mics. I uh, there were a couple ladies that I would try to impress by. Uh, yeah, you're a wonder Exactly. I sound words? a little better when I sing it, but uh, you know, um, I you know, I've used it to try to impress the ladies. It uh, didn't it work with my current my wife, works but uh, every time. Yeah, it didn't work with my wife, but it, it worked with some other ladies. So, well, uh, I mean, something worked with your wife. Uh, Wonderwall. <laughs> a lot of this album's been on Ted Lasso. Um, you know, I don't know if it speaks to like past choice there. Like they are uh, definitely sampled a lot for different soundtracks out there. I tried to find comprehensive lists. I don't think I actually have found it because I think I feel like it's used a lot, um, and it's been really kind of difficult to see just how much. But each of those three songs you mentioned, Dan, um, at least on ten different TV shows and movies. Oh yeah, dang. And the music videos uh, for those songs were pretty awesome too. Champagne Supernova was like a you know trippy kind of kind of video you know in the 90s yeah one of the genres i saw them uh listed under was like uh psychedelic rock which i didn't yeah. think really applied i think they get more into uh elect electrica you know i think they try electronica yeah rock. really yeah hmm. i think some of the stuff has got like a uh, an electric kind of uh sound to it when you get to the, some of their later albums and maybe we get into it right now um, but that's like, you know, they started introducing the sitar, like they think they're so cool. Mm. Uh, I know, and I think that's like where they're trying to go with it. Yeah. So next album, uh, two years later, 1997, Be Here Now. Again, great title. Yep. Uh, you know, a couple great songs on there all around the world. Um, <laughs> what? You didn't like that song? Uh, no, it's, uh, I'm reading my notes to make myself laugh. Um, Cracking himself up over there. I, uh. Had to go through the first two albums, and like we were saying, like they they were like two two record sets for the digitally remastered, then three record set. Um, by the time I got to be here now, um, I got to the song "Fade In, Fade Out," and I was like, "Oh, this is the perfect metaphor for how I'm listening to this band right now." <laughs> and you got, uh, do you know what I mean? I love uh, that's a a good you know first song on that album. Did I mean? Don't go away. Um, another song that I covered uh, prolifically in my. Uh, Cover band, You uh, Two Rocks Me. Yeah, this is uh, my favorite Oasis song yeah. for sure. We uh, we played it. We played it. At my two of my sister, well, both of my sisters' uh, graduation parties. So, "Don't Go Away" was our our heartfelt uh, song. Dang. That we played. Trying to get them not to move out. Yeah, and uh, you know our prop master uh, Bill Bean would uh, would be holding a suitcase the whole time during the song because we don't want you to go away. We don't want you to move move away. We wanted you to to stay in the house. So. Don't go away. This is probably the the band we're singing the most of on the on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Say that you'll stay. I was trying to do uh, a David Lee Roth thing on the Van Halen, but you know didn't really get there. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I didn't like this album. 
Really? Why yeah. not? I uh, was really super familiar with the first two, and I think I kind of yep. skipped this one. And uh, listening to it again, I was just like, I remember Oasis being better. Huh. My memory of the band was like, oh, they're like, they're one of the best. They're one of the, you know, I just. Yeah, I think that I was like the world's interpretation of the time and kind of like what media, like multimedia. Or, uh, and then when I went back media, to listen, I was like, oh, these songs are really good, but these albums themselves, they're not really that great. Um, even though, I mean, I, uh, there are albums that I like from beginning to end. This was just not one of them. Yeah, yeah. So besides, uh, don't go away. Like I think, all around the world isn't so bad. All around the world, watch the world. We don't know the words, but I can sing along the song. Sorry. Um, Standing on the shoulder of giants is okay as well. And all around the world has a an interesting music video. Um, it's kind of a play on Yellow Submarine from the Beatles. You know, the Beatles. They're traveling around in like this yellow UFO type thing that is, you know, it has a similar, yeah, you know, it's decorated similar to the the yellow submarine that the the Beatles featured. In Did their you guys uh, notice so. anything special about track seven? No. Track seven, that slide guitar. You didn't pick up on uh, a certain movie star playing slide guitar. No, I didn't. I, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp was, I was playing. Johnny Depp, really? Slide guitar, uh, how about track that? seven. Oh, but that's when I was making my joke, so I probably was tuned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, I was like, <laughs> I am so clever. <laughs> so, you know, next we're moving into the 2000s uh, with the band, and this is kind of when I kind of tuned out of uh, of Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you fade in, fade out. I, exactly. Uh, to, in 2000, they had the album Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. This is really where uh, the tension between brothers really starts to happen. Uh, well, I think it was happening. Yeah, I, so like the, the Be Here Now period where... It made its way into the songwriting. Liam would get like a sore throat and not want to do the show, and then Noel would step up, and then yeah. Liam would go there was to a the famous, show uh, and heckle. Yeah, like MTV Unplugged, I think. The MTV Unplugged thing, yep. yeah. yeah. Amazing that he would... And Noel, you know, because Noel wrote all the songs, he could he could sing them all. Right. Know, so, but, or did he, Dan? Well, most of the songs. If oh, sorry, well, that, I, that's that, no, that's the thing they they would argue about, like who actually wrote the songs. Gotcha. That kind of yeah, yeah, that's, that, like, that's uh, brothers for you. Yeah. I I don't have a brother, but I assume that you know that brothers fight about stupid stuff like that. So, I've seen my sisters fight about stupid stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. There are some songs where Liam is credited as the songwriter, and I think you can definitely tell the uh, style is different. Noel has a style and Liam has a, you know, similar but different style. Yeah. Yeah. Any songs on that album uh, stand out to you guys? Nope. No. I actually um I listened to this. I did not like it. Um same. Effort in the bushes. I was just like the was, uh like, from the Snatch soundtrack. Uh that's the probably the uh only real interesting song on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, 2002 Heathen Chemistry. Love the name of the the album. Uh, was once again not really a fan of the. Of this the songs. is where I hop back in. I actually really like this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like my re-listening that in prep for this. This is where I start to really make fun of them. It's like you know using a sitar. I was also just really tired of listening to them at this point. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, what are they trying to do here? You can tell that like I, I feel like this is like after the real. Um, so, like, is Liam still in the band at this point? I mean, like, the, yeah, yeah, he's he's in the band up like, until are there troubles over until they point? break up in two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just uh, constant. You know, you guys watch Shameless. Yes, mm, only for a little bit. It's a great show. Shameless. I I, I saw. I, I had like a free uh, Showtime weekend or something. Yeah, like that. I only seen a couple of seasons too, but I think that's like. A, Based off an English style uh, comedy. Is anybody else noticing we're burping a lot more today, or right now on the spear? Or is that this your regular burping? I'm, 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 su- I'm suppressing a lot of burps I'm a uh, as we're talking. So. Okay. We get doing All right. I just I didn't know if it was just this specific beer or not, but but uh, the Brits fight different, man. They're yeah. just like uh, real direct with it. That you're not afraid to call you a cunt to your face and just. Uh, are we allowed to say cunt on YouTube? 
Well, you'll, uh, you'll find out. I'll, to, I'll have to mark it as explicit. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's, they use it different. Yeah, it is different. Like, cursing is such a big deal. I remember uh, I was on my under-13 soccer team, and we had, like, uh, a player from England come over to, like, coach us, and like, he was cursing. And he was like, oh, sorry. It's not that big a deal in England. And we're just like, oh, this is so cool. He's cursing at us. <laughs> um, I also took a pass from him, and he, like, really hit it hard at me and, like, knocked the wind out of me. And he was like, ooh, good job by you. <laughs> I remember him being like, he's like, are you okay? And I was just, like, trying to be the biggest tough guy in the world. Um, but I could not run for, like, five minutes. Mm. Stop crying your heart out, Songbird, and little by little. All good songs. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, this one. Mm, I did not. Uh, so 2005, Don't Believe the Truth. Yeah. Now, the, All right. Now you're, you're feeling your oats? No. No. No, I just, uh, <laughs> I, you know, uh, this just is uh, if there's a, you know, the times we are now, and the, this is, you know, from 2007, Five. Five. Close. You know. Yeah, don't believe the truth. That's a uh, great, yeah, great way to go. Fight the power. My, yeah. my notes for this one is like, oh, it's like, oh, they're Velvet Underground phase. That's cool. Um, I never heard, heard this album beforehand. Um, never heard this one before. And then, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, this is, album's so weird. Like, then they go into like, this like weird, like creepy like circus mu- music. Um, part of the cue sounds familiar and dramatic. I can't put my finger on what, what I like about it or I do not even like it. I was like, what's going on with this album? Then it's like, I was jumping around in my interpretation, and I looked, and I saw that there was three different songwriters on this, um, and it started to all make sense. So there was like a kind of, uh, I started to divest responsibility a little bit, and it didn't make it as cohesive as some of the other albums. Yeah. Uh, Lila, probably the best one. But other than that, uh, no. Um, these guys really embrace like a rock and roll lifestyle. I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Some bands, like, you know, they're not into the whole rock star thing, so they, like, try and downplay it. Oh, yeah. uh, these guys were like, no, mate, we're fucking rock stars. We drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes, and, yeah, we do drugs and bang birds, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. And uh, that kind of lifestyle can create uh, a lot of problems. So oh, maybe yeah. Maybe they uh, keep you together longer than you should be. Yeah, so final so- album, 2008, Dig Out Your Soul. Don't even have any notes on it. No. Nope. Listen to it. Listen to it. Didn't yeah. do anything for me. You know, it was kind of, that was. And just, we were even, uh, way, yeah. I was happy to get done. We had it on earlier, and it's just, you know, background noise. Yeah. Nothing Nothing it, sticks out. There seemed, are a lot of It seems of like soundtrack. This, uh, Belgian been, thing. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like soundtrack sort. music to me, a lot of Oasis. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, okay, like you can hear this on a TV show. Like, you know, you can watch, put on an episode of Charmed. But it's not like a Rilo Kylie type of. You know, TV soundtrack. No, where like they're kind of carrying the scene. Yeah. You know, like sending the vibe. This is just like it's just there to, because otherwise it'd be too quiet. Exactly. All right. I think we're uh, we're ready for our next break, guys. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, one yeah. more beer. One more beer coming from me. You know, let's talk a little bit more about um, Oasis and some of the tr- drama. I think that mm. they had behind as the long scenes. As you guys. Don't look back in anger. Don't look back in anger. All right. Everybody, let's take a quick break. All around the world, God spread the word. All right. So, you know, that, that was a great uh, game of football. I think we're ready to uh, talk about our, our English football. And uh, I think we're ready to talk they about They call it matches, Dan. Yes, let's matches. go Wrexham. <laughs> yeah, Wrexham. So, all right. Third beer. Wrexham, damn near killed him. <laughs> nice. No, thank you. Hey, follow that boy. Yeah, you can take that, uh, Ryan or if, Reynolds. Uh, four year, or was that four years strong? Oh, it's uh, uh, Tommy Boy, isn't it? Uh, it's the name of a song too. I, ha- I think I'm thinking Fall Out Boy. Okay, yeah. either way. Yeah. So I went a different. Uh, I did not. I wanted to stay away from getting an English beer. Um, did you go European? No, mm. I went domestic. Oh boy! That's so, the whole point of this thing. Speaking, <laughs> speaking uh, about football, uh, the Gallagher brothers are huge Manchester City fans. Ah, so they're, you know, Manchester City in the Premier League. Um, there's an official. Uh, let me get the beers out first, and then I'll I'll talk about it. Oh, I can't wait to see what this is. And uh, this by is the also, way, this is a retread. Oh, that's kind of fun. Interesting. I've uh. 
this is actually the first time we previous, all needed previous uh, episode. You hate Blue Moon. I didn't say we don't have to get the beer that we like every time. We just need yeah. We need we need the beer that we think best represents the band. That's true. The Gallagher brothers are. It's actually a twist off. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. So um, the Gallagher brothers are Oasis, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so they're they're huge Manchester City fans. The official song of Manchester City is Blue, Blue Moon. Moon. They sing Blue Moon at games. So how does Blue Moon go? Uh, Blue Moon, I saw, saw you standing alone Without a dream in the heart Without a love of my own uh, Wow, look go. at that. All right, Dust. So uh, I read an interview uh, that Noel Gallagher did in 2000. He was talking about how he came to support Man City uh, when he could have very easily you know, supported Manchester United, which is... The rival, and they've been, a, up until the last, like, 10 years, had been a lot more successful than Man City. Um, so he said uh, his it was his dad who ingrained his Man City fandom. Here's the quote. The reason is basically a family one. My dad hated his brothers. They were all <laughs> Irish people. <laughs> they were all Irish people who came over here and decided to support United. My dad chose City instead just to piss them off. No other reason than that. So <laughs> when I read that quote and I saw that, you know, the spitefulness runs deep, in, runs the Gallagher deep family. in the Gallagher family. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, Blue Moon is the beer for for Oasis. Uh, you know, is Man and for City the Gallagher and Brothers. Man United, uh, do they have a rivalry? I He's, would imagine they do. Yeah. 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 Whenever they whenever a team in the same city plays against each other, it's called a derby. But when oh. the English say it, it sounds like they're saying derby. Having a derby. Yeah, exactly. So a bit the, of Barney Rubble. Yeah, two Trouble. times a year <laughs> in the Premier League, Manchester City and Manchester United play against each other, and it's like, you know, it pits families against families, neighbors against neighbors. Yeah. See, I would have guessed that Liam Newell picked different uh, teams. No, nope, okay. they went. That's they, that's that's what I was going. They yeah. went. They stayed with Man City. Once you, pretty much in in England, once you pick a team, you know, once you, not you pick a team, once you are born into a team, you're staying with them. Or if your father has a team and you're in that house. You, you're rooting for your father's team. Oh, yeah, team, definitely. Yeah. yeah, unless you're, you're some so a-hole who wants to root for the Cowboys and you live in Philadelphia, like yeah. those, those jerks. But, I mean, if there was a second Philadelphia team and, you you know, you, your whole household was, you know, we're all about the Eagles and then you decided to cheer for the other Philadelphia team. The Steel Eagles? Yeah, that, that doesn't happen. That, that So, Blue Moon is Oasis, in my opinion. So, um, we've drank it before. It's a Belgian-style wheat ale. I'm not a fan of it, but I uh, I was willing to uh, you know take a bullet to uh, to show. Yeah, know. that was a, it was a yeah engaging story. Thank you. I got real nervous when I was like, oh Christ, the soccer again. <laughs> but uh, here I am, the, yeah. the deeply entertained. Yes, yeah, and no. that that was if I didn't have the entertaining story, I I don't think I would have stuck with Blue Moon. But as soon as I got that quote, it was like, oh, that's gold. I think we can reuse beers as long as they're not named the winner, right? I think that yeah. should be like how we approach yeah. this. We Excuse haven't really me? talked about it. We could reuse beers like Blue Moon. Like we didn't. Blue this Moon could, didn't. Okay, I was gonna say this could be a winner today. We don't know. Yeah, we'll and say. that's what I mean. All right. Is that uh, yeah. I, I believe that's. So I you're saying Paramore, a, beer, right? a beer gets retired when it uh. If it wins, the beer has wins? to be retired. Oh, yeah. Okay. We we better be keeping a list of that. I know we probably should. We we do we do in fact we're we're very professional. It's yes. called the Ben and Beers Podcast. Okay. Uh yeah, I almost picked uh, Arrogant Bastard Ale. For, for this one? For Neutral <laughs> Milk Hotel. Oh, okay. wow. Because I was just like, if we're going to talk about a group just doing their own thing and not caring what anybody thinks about it. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, that works. That didn't win, so you could have. Yeah, yeah, I maybe should have. Yeah, so uh, interesting band facts that I had. Uh, yeah. I had written down, you know, basically that the Gallagher brothers were in the 90s and I think probably still today are featured regularly in tabloid newspapers uh, you know, for their disputes and their wild rock and roll lifestyles. Not with Prince Harry dominating the no, papers, no, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bastard Harry. They do uh, news. Jeez, oh, I wouldn't have called that. Like, well, well, he could be a bastard. Oh, my Didn't goodness. You, That's right. Oh. There's rumors that he's not fathered by uh, King Charles. <laughs> King Charles. Um, the band gets a lot of comparisons to the Beatles. Their sound... You know, you listen to the songs. I, I, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Beatles songs. 
Yeah, for sure. The sitar 100%. gets thrown in there. And like, they're like, oh, cool. I remember when the Beatles did this. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they... I wasn't able to find anything specific about whether they... I, I assume they hate being compared to the Beatles, but I don't know if they were... Maybe they were trying to be... the. You know, I think they like the were. Beatles. I think... I, 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 my research went and they kind of uh, went off in a different direction, but I do remember seeing something like they really did want to be like the next Beatles. Yeah. And um, I mean, I guess that does make sense if Noel's just like, look, I'm writing the songs and we're going to be very successful. <laughs> if That's you're the gonna, Beatles. If you're going to copy a band, <laughs> yeah. why not pick Copy a, one of the greatest yeah, bands ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the the original name of the band was Rain. It's, uh, it was a Beatles song, uh, like I said. Um, they had... Oasis is a better name. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had a number of different drummers. At one point, Zach Starkey, who is the son of Ringo Starr, was a touring member of Oasis. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So there's a little Beatles Is that Ringo's there. real last name? Yeah, Starkey is his last name. Richard yeah. Starkey is uh, Ringo's actual name. Did um, they call him, like, was it like, hey, Richie? Or was it like, hey, Dick? And they just, like, it was, Ringo was like a performance name? I think so, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to do the Beatles. And changing the, you know, last name to Star was definitely a, uh, you know, a rock star move. That's um, the whole Pete Best fiasco. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Pete. like Poor I said Pete. earlier, the all-around-the-world uh Music video was, you know, had that yellow submarine feel to it with all the weird. Yes, I'll allow you to sing it again. <laughs> say what you say. And then they also, you know, I, I found a cover of "You've Got to Hide Your Love Away," which is a Beatles song. Hey, you've got to hide your love away. Yeah, that was on uh, the remastered version of "What's Your What's the Story, Morning Glory." So. All right. Yeah, uh, so. I have uh, watched Oasis behind the music. Yeah, uh, it set the record for uh, most bleeps uh, <laughs> for the uh, behind the musics or uh, what record? The um, interviews with the Gallagher brothers. Yeah, literally, they could not go, and this was in the uh, Osborne reality television show. Oh yeah. yeah. And he couldn't uh, even speak without dropping yeah, an F-bomb. Yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> He ga- could barely speak in general. I yeah, so they didn't, ha- they didn't get a lot of screen time or else he would probably would have the record. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah, uh, over that. And then uh, I I like Liam singing the songs. Uh, I'm not as interested in the band when it's uh, Noel songs. Um, but I, I think, honestly, I'd have to take Noel's side in this split uh, Liam is such a prick <laughs> that he just gets like frustrated and decides he doesn't want to do a show while he's at the show. It's just like, nah, sorry, can't. I just, I just don't. I can't. I can't do it. And then Noel's just like, well, you know, I'm writing all these songs. He's flaking out and missing shows. I'm singing the songs and people just seem to be just as happy. It's yeah. just like, what do I need you for? So is that the feud? I, did, I, I went to look up the feud. I got distracted. Um, is that really what it is? It's just like Liam is just kind of falling out of being productive. And, you know, I'm not a singer. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of ego involved between the two of them. I don't know so what, they're it, gonna, they're the, clash what kind of toll it takes on your throat. And if you're in a situation where you literally can't sing. He was also, you know. A prominent drinker and smoker, yeah, so yeah, that's gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. that is gonna Take kill your, your vocal instrument. cords. I never understood what, how, or why singers are, you know, if a singer is a smoker, what, what, why? Well, sometimes it's how they get there. Maybe sound. if you you can get a yeah, you can get a specific sound with that, so that does make sense. But other times, you know, you look at the Beatles, and they're you know all smoking, you know, they're chain smokers while they're recording the album, and it's like you guys have like heavenly voices. What are you What are you doing? I know, you know, so. Um, I've referred to it now a couple of times. Like I was listening to Oasis during my research and like trying to get some facts and whatnot. And I was like, is this the band that Lost Band is based off of? And in fact, it is. So Drive Shaft. Uh, oh. Yeah, they have, you know, Dominic's band. Where, uh, you know, we are everybody. That's absolutely 100% Oasis. In fact, his brother's name in the TV show is Liam. Yeah. This uh, is a show, what is it called? Uh, Lost? The TV show Lost. Never, never. I, I've heard one of, of the guys on never the wa- I watched it, it never it watched a, it out of spite they had a full category in the quiz that we went to religiously um, so we had because uh, the quiz master had uh, was a big Lost fan so I had to catch up on Lost just so we could actually get some questions right in that category gotcha. and then he was watching Lost like when the show stunk oh it was bad yeah yeah 
But uh, Dominic yeah. Monaghan, the actor who uh, plays that character who was in the Drive Shaft, he, like, he yeah, that's yeah right. he confirms that he they they were based spoke. on based on Oasis. Um, you know that Charlie thinks that maybe they're on the size of Oasis, but they weren't really in like reality that kind of thing. Uh, both bands had a lead singer named Liam. Both bands were formed in Manchester, uh, sibling relationship. You know Charlie and Le- uh, his brother Liam kind of uh, famously in the show break up because Liam wasn't about making music anymore, being productive, and Charlie was. And Liam gets Charlie the drugs, uh, the whole thing. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of notes about this, and I was like, oh, no one's gonna want to know about this. As much as I did, but I was really excited to like really concretely figure out. I was like, Drive yeah. Shaft is Oasis. I always thought it, um, but it's certainly a, yeah, it a wave of uh, lost memories that you know I had put away that you kind of lost. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Charlie plays Wonderwall in in one of the episodes on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an easy song to play on guitar and sing, so I, I highly recommend it. You just need a capo. That's all. All right. So, what do you guys think? Bodies of Water. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's rivers, out. lakes, bays, uh, all of them. Names of them or types? Uh, names no. of them. Names of them. Oh, about to embarrass should we, should we include oceans? No, because I think we can all name all five oceans. So okay. We're just doing rivers and lakes. Rivers, lakes, and bays. So we'll stick to the rivers and lakes they were used, used to. to. Thank, Thank you. you. And then we'll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able I was to trying get. to tee up somebody on that. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the Mississippi River. Lake Superior. The Missouri River. Lake Erie. Lake Ontario. The Danube River. The Colorado River. The Amazon River. The Thames River. The Nile River. Uh, the Dead Sea. Lake Huron. A- the Allegheny. Uh, the Mediterranean. The Monongahela River. The Gulf of Mexico. The Allegheny. I said that. Oh, I said that. I was, like, I was like, did I hear that? Or is that just in my I brain? I said the Allegheny because I can't remember the other two. How about the Delaware River? Oh. The Ohio. What about the Delaware Bay? What about mm. the Schuylkill River? What about the, um, oh, the L.A. River? What about Lake Erie? Been uh, said. Already said. Say uh, what you say. I was trying to Don't run. Don't ever go away. Wait. <laughs> Those are not right. Quite. Say no. what you say. Well, no. Don't right. go away. So top three songs for each of us, would you say? Say what you say. Crying your heart out. Say what you say, Man. forever and a day, having All the time right. of our lives. Let's save this for a karaoke. Yeah. Cause I need it's more time. Because I need more time just to make things right. All right, Matt, your first pick. Oh, oh the drama. All right, I guess, I, you know, you got to take the best player on the board at the time. He's available. Number one pick. I'm going Wonderwall. Good call. All right. I get to go second because I finished second in that uh, in categories. I'm going with Don't Go Away. That's uh, oh, yeah. That's man. that. I had that listed as my number one. So. Oh, I'm mad at you. Uh, I don't really like any other song, so I'm gonna <laughs> go. <laughs> don't look back in anger. And then I'm going to go all around the world. All around the world. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Supersonic as my second Ooh, pick. Ooh, wow. I okay. love that song. Okay. Man. Uh, I'm going to go Champagne Supernova. Uh-huh. In the sky. And then I'm going to take uh, Little by Little. All right, my last pick, I'm going to go with uh, She's Electric, and I'm going to give a quick story. Um, Our friends TJ and Erica, uh, when Erica was pregnant with uh, their first child, Layla, would listen to this song all the time, and Layla, inside the womb, would be uh, dancing along with it. And uh, they used to, when when Layla was a baby, they would, uh, you know, have it playing and be dancing with her, and she loved that, so... Wow. I've always had that in the back of my head, you know, anytime I hear the song, I'm like, oh, Layla. Yeah, we love Layla. We do. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, my last song, I'm going to take Live Forever. 
Good call. Yeah. All right. What's our breakdown, Dust? Now uh, you tell me that those aren't the top nine songs. Those are great songs. Yeah, I think I, I think we all crushed it. Um, Pat, you definitely got like I think the most uh, most listens if you want to count them up. It's Wonderwall, Champagne Supernova, and Little by Little. Yeah. Dan, you went. You stole my "Don't Go Away," mm-hmm. Supersonic, and then she's electric. Uh, I went with "Don't Look Back in Anger" and uh, "All Around the World," and then "Live Forever." All great songs. I think we we all we all hit hit yeah, our stride with uh, with those picks. I listen to any one of those. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to figure out which beer is Oasis, guys. I think I am gonna go first. Okay. With my choice, um, I thought I was. I thought I had a pretty strong, uh, you know, pick with Blue Moon to represent the yep. Gallagher brothers. Um, Dusty, I appreciate the effort you put put forth in getting a a beer that kind of looked like me, a beer bottle that looked the like shoofy me. Doofy doofy. Um, and you know, a, a a Belgian beer that none of us had had before. It was good. It was tasty. Um, but I did not. Get how it related to Oasis. I don't know. I I don't understand how it related. Well, I have uh, three paragraphs written on like why I chose it. Do you want me? Yeah, to read you it laid or? it out pretty. Uh, no, I I don't think I need like to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, London Pride. Uh, you know, the Oasis was from Manchester, but not London. But it's an English beer. Um, I felt like it would uh, be a beer that you would drink in an English pub. So I'm going to go with London Pride is Oasis. Pat, you want to go next? Yeah, yeah. Um, tough pick. Good beers. Uh, Both Belgian. Yeah, how about that? A Belgian white and a uh, beer brewed in Belgium. Um, man, I love the uh, notes of Coriander. Uh, that seems like almost a cheat code if you want to make a, a really tasty beer. Just... Uh, Dab a little. What I guess you dab, maybe a drop. I don't know what it is. I've never shake. Maybe yeah, crush it and then drop it in. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I hate soccer. <laughs> I think it's boring, and you know, I just uh, I get people are into it. Uh, I, I'm just not. I like pro wrestling. I mean, that's dumb. That's like a, the thing is dumb as hell. You could be into, um, but the the story that Dan told. Uh, made a, a non-fan like me uh, have like a genuine interest of like, oh, you know, they like this and their dad and, and the rivalry with their brothers and the city rivalry and if that's the uh, the song they sing and the the beer that it uh-huh. does it does kind of like uh, go along with that. So I'm gonna go with Blue Moon. All right, here I go. Here I go again. Just being too highbrow for you guys with uh, my metaphors. You're, you're too fancy. Yeah. We're, we're you know what it is? Here, it's right? like for him, he really does like he goes like mine makes the most sense. <laughs> like yeah, he, he can't not. It makes sense to him. Know, like in yeah. his head, he's just like, nah, I did it. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, this is it. <laughs> I got closed. it, right, guys? Are you? Yeah. Uh, did you hear what I said? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> and we did not understand. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm trying to work on. So I was like, I had to just explain it better with these two numbskulls. Um, mm. I'm bad at explaining things. It's you got to dumb your theory down. Yeah. That's right. Um, so I'm telling you, there's germs the, the, out there. They're uh, on the surfaces. You put them in your mouth, and that's what makes you sick. Yeah, no, right. You know, it's, it's not so much I believe that they are a Belgian beer as much as the type of uh, influence that beer has on people. Um, I think Blue Moon is prolific in the United States. I think it hit as a, you know, kind of a early craft beer around the same time Sam Adams was. Um, and to me, you know, like something like London Pride where you're going to hear it all the time or drink it all the time in uh, the UK. Uh, we need to but confirm that, by the way, with whether they drink it all there all the time or this not. This is true. So they, I'm making, I'm making it all the time. an okay. assumption uh, that that's what that is. It's almost like the, you know, like a, almost like a Miller Lite or something that you would have here in the States. And that they would, like, Oasis must be like background music there. The same way that you kind of hear it everywhere here on soundtracks. Um, for me, I'm going to go with London Pride. If All right. So Fuller's London Pride is Oasis. Oasis is the pride of London. And they are London Pride. Uh, so this is it. This is wrapping up our Sessions by the Sea. Uh, yeah. 
won our seashore win a piece. We all won the band we picked. What a weekend! Yeah, oh, that's it. That's interesting. How yeah. about that? Um, and we all won our own band. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what Pat just said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's funny how these things work out yeah. sometimes. Uh, it's been fun. I have to hit the road. Um, but I wish I could stay here with you. I just wish this was our life. We could. I know. Wouldn't this be great? Drink beers and drink talk beers, about bands. We'll talk about and bands. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you love this podcast, just start sending us money. We'll do this. As play, a play with job. children, you know. Yeah, I'll buy this house that we're in, and then we'll just chill here. There we go. I great. love it. Do you think we would last longer than Oasis, or do you think we'd break up? <laughs> there, <laughs> there definitely Oasis be some bitter uh, feuds eventually. Probably like like the rest of our families that we yeah. have to leave behind. A lot of egos here. All right. Yep. <laughs> I'm good. You guys good? Yeah, let's I'm good. It. All right, let's send them off. With See you the, later, Oasis. I'm not going to listen to you for a long time. <laughs> it's been real, guys. And from us at Abandoned Bears, we just want to say... Abandoned Bears. Abandoned Bears? Abandoned Bears. So don't go away. Say what you say. <laughs>